1: My name is Adam Homey, I'm your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Right now, we are speaking with Tracy Lee Hazard, who is the founder of Poditize, host of The Binge Factor, and a former Ink Magazine columnist. Very exciting stuff, and she's a seasoned media expert with over 2,600 interviews from articles in Authority Magazine, BuzzFeed, and the aforementioned Inc. Magazine column. And for multiple top-ranked video casts and podcasts like The Bench Factor and Feed Your Brand, which was named one of CIO Magazine's top 26 entrepreneurial podcasts. There's a lot more you can learn about her. Just go to our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com if you're not already there, and find this episode. And with that, Tracy, welcome aboard.
2: Thanks for having me, Adam.
1: All right. So the first question we'd like to share here is, how does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and society at large?
2: Well, I believe that everyone has a unique voice, brilliance, passion, just like the name of your show here. And it Um... needs to be seen, heard, found, and rewarded so that it has a ripple effect around the world.
1: Yeah. Okay. So what is it that you actually do? You seem like a bit of a polymath.
2: <laughs> yeah, it looks like I do a lot. But at the end of the day, what, what I really do is I have a podcasting production and hosting service company. We are the uh-huh. biggest, the largest in the world for post-production. We do video to audio to blog to social share plus syndication. Yeah. But what we really do, if you want to really take a look at it, is like we're taking podcasting, we're turning it into YouTube plus click funnels and lead pages all mixed together. So we're really working for your business at the end of the day.
1: That's an interesting thing. Now, first of all, I'm trying to put you out of business because I say in the reach system, if you're spending more than 10 minutes on post-production editing, your entire process needs review. That being said, I'm being facetious about the putting you out of business part because getting the episode done is one piece of it. You go places where some of our reachers love to go after the episode is done. So that's exactly I it. When we saw this...
2: post-production, we're not talking about the audio. I want you to record the audio and make it simple and do it perfect at first because yeah. you're going to, you want to go to all these other places and do so much more with it afterwards.
1: It sounds to me like, and, uh, and we may have you on one of our other shows at some time in the relatively near future. For this reason, it sounds like part of what you do is fulfill a variation of what we call organic content content words the, the organic content multipurposing.
2: Absolutely, exactly yeah. what we do.
1: Yeah, you so. saw, you caught onto the name, so you have an idea. So with that being said, uh, as you can see, even I have questions. So, what are some of the frequently asked questions you hear from folks who are on their way toward deciding to work with you?
2: So, I think everyone who thinks about starting a podcast asks like the the same three questions, which is, what mic should I use? (laughs) That's Uh a typical question. And I say, less than you think, please. Um, And how soon can I take ads, which is really the wrong question at the end of the day? And how do I get on Spotify or Apple or, you know, basically, how do I syndicate myself? They just don't know that terminology.
1: And those are the three of the. Yeah, and these are some of the three of the simplest things we deal with in reach. And uh, I'll tell you, I I participate in a lot of uh, podcasting groups in addition to my own. And what microphone should I use is a question that gets shared too soon sometimes. Too soon, exactly. I tell tell the story of I was in this one podcasting group, and this was uh, around the time, uh, a few months into the bug being out there, when we first got the first round of stimuluses, the ones that were called the Trump Checks. I can't yep. remember if they were $1,200, $1,800. $1, I don't know. I put it into crypto, but anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I was in one of these groups, and uh, one of the members got their amount, um, whether it was twelve hundred or fourteen hundred. I can't remember exactly how what much it was, and they typed a list of all of this equipment that they spent the entire thing on. Um, now that now that payment was supposed to cover your rent and groceries. And that, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's what it was actually for, although there were no laws on what you actually do with it it was yours to do as you please. And if you want to be stupid, go right ahead. Uh, but, uh, but that being said, he, uh, he bought all this great stuff. So somebody in the group, I'm not, I'm not going to mention any names, <laughs> replied to it and said, Oh, man, that stuff looks, that stuff looks really cool. I love to geek out on tech stuff. But what's your podcast about?
2: Right. Like, where's the topic? Where's the strategy? What are you going to do with it?
1: (laughs) To to, to his credit, he said, oh, shoot, I hadn't really thought about that. Guess I might want to think that through before I... uh... And and, and that's part of the awareness I like to bring. And that's why we structure the reach system the way we do it. uh, Because you have to figure out things like avatars and branding before you can make all these other decisions. And the fact is, uh, whether or not you go all Hollywood with your stuff has to do with the decisions you make about your show flow and what you want to do with it. And one of the questions is, the, do you want to get picked up by something like Sirius XM? Do you want to get a TV deal?
0: Yeah. If
1: you're headed in that direction, yeah, you might want to have a studio-level type setup. Otherwise, eh. And this sounds only- like something that you and I both advise our clients on in different ways. Right,
2: but only 2% of shows will ever qualify for that kind of model. So what are you going to do in the meantime while you're right. trying to build that?
1: Exactly. Yeah, you got you to have, uh, well, all kinds of things going on that all come down to money to make that happen in my personal experience. However, if you get really lucky or really fortunate or you just recognize your skills and opportunities when you see them – and something you put out there just catches wildfire, you might be able to short-circuit that. It's like, fingers crossed. I,
2: it, viral takes effort and money. Yep. It doesn't actually happen in a viral way, unfortunately.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, except for uh, real uh,
2: viruses, I've, evidently. So. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. So uh, what are a few questions you wish people would ask?
2: I wish people would ask me, how do I get people to binge on my show? How do I get them to listen again and again to every single Uh episode? Because if they listen to you every single episode, they're going to want even more from you. And that is a business strategy for success. Um, So that's the number one thing I wish they would ask. But I also wish they would ask is like, how can I use my podcast to sell whatever it is you're selling today? Like, how can I use it in my core business? Not how can I turn it into a side hustle? How can I do it to sell me? How can I do it to give myself more authority? How can I Uh do it to sell more of my services, sell more of my products? How can I use it for that? That's the other question I wish they would ask. And then what does it really take to start a successful show instead of how do I start a show? Right? How do I start a successful Uh show? That's the question I wish they would ask.
1: Yeah, it's like I, I keep hearing my own voice in my own video trainings, uh, which <laughs> really illustrates how common sense some of this stuff is. Uh, I yeah. love that. I I love that first one in particular. I think that is very important because we hear, oh, you've got to get listeners and downloads, listeners and downloads. And I say, when you treat getting listeners and downloads as a result rather than as a goal, you're more likely to achieve it. So a goal could be how to get people to binge, yeah. and as a result of people binging, more people obviously listen, and more streaming happened, which translates into more downloads.
2: Yeah, my very first show, part... I ended up with uh, 25,000 downloads a month in five months from it, and a right. 100,000 before I hit a year per month of the show because it was such a bingeable show, and that's right. when I really discovered that power of those binge listeners.
1: Yes, yes, precisely. So let's shift gears in the second half here. And this is where we get to have some fun. What would people who know you be surprised to learn about you?
2: Um, so what would people know? You know, so this is so funny. Most people uh, have like these crazy stories. I actually have one of these crazy stories. I was kidnapped as a child in Egypt for about wow. 10 minutes. For about 10 minutes um, on a camel and ransomed back to my father. And that's because I was actually blonde, which you would never guess today. And that's what most people don't. I spent the first seven years of my life blonde and then it disappeared. (laughs) So you'd never guess that looking at (laughs) me.
1: Yeah. You know, I th- actually, I mean, I've known who you are for a couple years now because you, you do have a lot of presence online and you've popped up every so often in discussion threads on my friends' walls and things like that. So even before we had the chance to connect through the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, I knew who Tracy Lee Hazard was broadly. And I've seen some of the pictures. I never would have guessed you were a natural blonde at any point well, in your life. I
2: have three blonde daughters and they and yeah. seriously they think that they're related to each other and not to me.
1: <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So with all so with all so with all that, what what hair color do you want people to tell <laughs> others that you have no, i'm kidding I'm, uh what I'm you comfortable you hope- being
2: <laughs> a brunette here i'm comfortable with it yeah i've come to yeah. terms with that's what my real color yeah. should be and is
1: <laughs> yeah I was, a- I was actually making a pun on my very own next question yeah. which actually is what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it
2: you know i hope that people say that tracy delivers on what she says she will do so when she says she's going to do something she has the integrity yeah. to actually do it and that a lot of times we deliver even more than expected. Like that's, that's our actual goal in our company is to deliver more than you ever expected to have that extra wow factor going like, wow, I didn't know I was going to get that. Wow. I didn't know I could get that. That's what I always like to do personally and professionally.
1: If you could go back in time and change anything you've done or anything you've experienced one thing, what would it be and why?
2: You know, I don't believe in regrets, um, and I've had a pretty charmed life, so it's hard to say that, you know, like, oh, I really regret this. But I think I would worry less, you know, about the things, that things are going to actually work out because, you yeah. know, I can't tell you how many times in my companies, like, over the time, you're like, am I going to make payroll? And then five minutes before, the, a big check that you didn't expect comes in, you know, or something like that. So yeah. I've worried a lot about things that I probably shouldn't have.
1: I get you and I've been there myself. I used to worry about things that were actually very small to the point where it would stop the clock. Hmm. And I look and I look back at some I look back at some of this stuff uh, whether it's situations I allowed to go on or people that were causing me issues and you know how many of those things I could have just <laughs> just walked away from. That's
2: right. That's right. Uh, why... but,
1: but, but 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 I believe all, but I believe a lot of us have to experience things in order to know how to handle them. One of the things I say as part of my message is for my listeners, I am their voice. So I sometimes share stories about myself where things that I did, things that I said, things that happened were not exactly my finest hour. And (laughs) I share that because we all have those things. However, not everybody is in a position where they're feeling they're able to admit that or say that. So if I can open the conversation and I can share my learnings and how it's helped me evolve, then perhaps I can save somebody else from doing it the hard way. If I, if I can give one person that shortcut, it's worth it for me to take that heat.
2: Oh, that, that's
1: so true. Yeah. What uh, famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet and what questions would you have for them if you had the opportunity?
2: So, you know, I feel so like I can, you know, as a podcaster, a lot of times I feel so like, oh, anyone's accessible that is alive today. So I got to go for dead here. because yeah. <laughs> So, you know, for me, it would be, I-, I was thinking about this Da Vinci, because I really yeah. want to know how someone can be so inventive and have so many projects going on and still end up completing them with high productivity and getting stuff done that changed the world, right? Like how do you manage to balance those inventive ideas and not go crazy in the process?
1: Well, he did something that I do, which is he didn't text.
2: <laughs> there you go. That's yeah, right. I,
1: I, I, I have said this again and again and again I don't text. You cannot have my cell phone number. And even if somehow you figure it out through some weird subterfuge and you text me, I'm still not going to answer.
2: Because <laughs> I, I, I like that, even,
1: Adam. I, I probably won't even see it for like three days. I have an entire, uh, I have an entire system using a combination of technology and mindset that enables me to actually be one of the most accessible people in the marketplace. As long as you follow one of these steps, like if you. If you dial the number for me that I tell people to dial and don't give me any guff over it, you'll make 10 of my phones ring. <laughs> Literally. Uh, you'll, you'll make my computer devices all blow up at the same time. Uh, it will chase me. It will hound me. But if you insist on, I want your cell phone number so I can get your purse. No. Because, you know, I mean, I happen to have this thing right in front of me, but it's turned off. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and, and when I'm home, I usually leave it on the charger. If I remember to put it on the charger, you know how many times I've found this thing and it was dead.
2: <laughs> well, that's I'm why thinking- I tell people, I tell people that, uh, you know, texting, most people don't have my cell phone number, but yeah. I tell people not to DM me. DM is a dead, it's dead end. Like that just right. doesn't happen. <laughs> this
1: is, this is where, this is where we differ. I actually yeah. do use the DMs in Facebook and LinkedIn. And here's the reason why it's because I can get them on any device. Mm, that's my true. role my rule is very simple. My role is very simple. If I use anything, I need to be able to go from this laptop to this smartphone to my iPad over there to my desktop in the other room to my other laptop to my Chromebook. Go seamlessly between these things, potentially have the same conversation with the person through five of those things without one BRB.
2: Ah,
1: smart. If that cannot be done, then it needs to be something else.
2: <laughs> I like that.
1: Yeah. What motivates you and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge?
2: You know... That's a great part of for me about podcasting is like my week is broken up with so many interviews each week. Cause I've yeah. got seven shows that I'm running myself oh, right oh, now. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so there's always an interview going on and learning yeah. from those people that I'm interviewing from. It's like, first off, I'm going to show up for people. So just having that appointment on the books is me committing to and having integrity to show up for you. Right. So when that happens yep. and I'm there and I'm interviewing, I'm listening and that active listening inspires me to let like, that's a great idea. I need to try that. Or Uh I need to tell my audience about this. And now I have this amazing Rolodex in my head of all of these people that have given great value and tips and ideas that I can share out there. So that, you know, I know that I have like all this information and it's my job to just to dispense it. Right. So I got to get it out there. So that keeps me going and just inspires me every single day.
1: Yeah, so that's a message that comes from over your podcasting shop. Over at mine, we say that podcasting opens conversations and closes deals.
2: That's right. Well, and we now believe that, in that, that too. That, <laughs> yeah,
1: now that, now that doesn't – yeah. So again, great minds think alike. We're playing at genius level here, and it it shows how common sense all this stuff really is.
2: That's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: So finally, and I know you have an invitation for our listeners, and I will share that with them. But in general, what is one action you would like our listeners to take as soon as they finish streaming this episode?
2: You know, that their voice and what they have to say is way too valuable to stop themselves because they don't know the how-to. There are so many people like you and me, Adam, out there who can help you get through the how-to stuff. That is right. not an excuse. Go out there and start sharing. You're, if you're not sharing, you're not getting that feedback loop going to find out where the v- real value in your ideas are. And so right. that's really what I hope they go out go out, and start sharing, er, sharing your ideas, sharing your thoughts, sharing that voice that you have.
1: Okay. So for anybody who is watching this episode on our website at brilliancepluspassion.com, www.brilliancepluspassion.com, here is where we want you to go. I will say it out loud for the people who are out jogging or driving. It's thebingefactor.com. Once again, thebingefactor.com. What is that? Tracy Lee Hazard's podcast. Go to it, visit it, and subscribe it. It features top brand casters, and you also hear stories of how bingeable shows got started. Learn success tips, pro strategies, and tactics that you can apply immediately to make sure that you get seen, heard, and found in the noisy digital world. And with that, Tracy Lee Hazard, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor, and believe me, an education.
2: My pleasure, Adam. Thank you for having brilliance and passion moving and out in the world.